Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's great to have you here. We are talking about what it takes. This is the part two of our series of, well, two podcasts on what it takes to be successful on YouTube. And last time, I shared a few ideas that I think are important for you to understand, some of which are sometimes hard to hear. Um, it's true for me, but it also gives you the opportunity to really understand where your strengths are. Because you may have a style of YouTube channel or maybe some heroes on YouTube that you really consider maybe mentors, YouTube mentors that you want to follow in their, their footsteps. But the fact may be that you don't have what it takes. Maybe I don't have what it takes to do certain type of YouTube channel work. And so you have to really recognize what it is you can do well so you can find success on YouTube. And sometimes it is a little luck, as I mentioned in the previous show, but there are other factors to consider. One thing, as I was wrapping up the last show, that I know that I really didn't dive into, which I think a lot of people were expecting, is the conversation of the hard work that it takes to grow a YouTube channel. It takes hard work to get to the successful point you want to be at. Now, some people, it doesn't take as much work to get there, but it certainly is hard work once you are there. So what is the hard work you need to consider? Before I get into that, I want to share an experience I just had with someone who was commenting on my channel. And, you know, sometimes you get comments that maybe grind you a little bit because it's a kind of a question that's been going around and I've seen this on other channels, you know, why aren't you getting any views? I mean, I, I'm perfectly happy with what's happening, but they still say those things because, you know, you should have more subscribers or whatever it may be. You'll see these kinds of statements that are maybe meant to be positive, but really kind of rub you the wrong way. And somebody made such a statement, and usually they're from another country. They're doing their best to engage with you in some way. And that happened, again. <laughs> uh, usually for me, it's uh, from India or maybe Pakistan. And, and that's fine. There are a lot of people who enjoy the channel from different parts of the world. That's the great thing about YouTube, is that you can connect with people all over the world. And in this situation, I, I didn't take it wrong. I just responded in a positive, helpful way and shared that, look, you know, I have hundreds of thousands of views and I'm pretty happy with that. And, you know, the, the channel's growing just fine. Thank you very much. And, you know, and then they gave them a little encouragement for their channel and it ended up going back and forth, back and forth. And then... I received a notification through one of the notification services that I use to let me know that there was a YouTube video talking about me. And I went to that channel 
And it was that conversation that I was having that with that person. He, he was very positive. He was saying it was motivational and was sharing good thoughts, the best I could tell, because I don't speak Hindi. But it was, it was literally pulling up our conversations and s- sections of our conversation. So I, I guess what I'm saying to you is you never know what's going to happen with your comments, with your engagements with people. And I guess what I'm trying to get at is try to always keep it as positive as you can. Encourage other people. And if you just feel like you can't say anything nice, then what do you say? Nothing at all. Just let it go. Because let's say that person decided that um, you know, what I had said was rude. And, you know, this person was reaching out to me and had high expectations because maybe he saw one of the other videos that people shared about me. And, and he had high expectations for a positive engagement and I took it wrong and I just ruined that relationship. And then maybe he would have done a video negative. Look, people are going to say negative things about you. If you put yourself out there and let's talk about how hard it is to put yourself out there. That's one of the hardest things to do to become successful on YouTube is to become vulnerable. And you have to think about what you are doing, but people relate to being vulnerable. And so you have to really consider who you're going to be and how you're going to engage with people, what your reputation is going to be on YouTube or in social media in general, online. What is, and here's the word, your brand. Your brand is your reputation. And getting in fights with people and being rude, unless that is your identity, unless that is what you're trying to be, you need to think twice about what you're doing online. It's hard to be successful on YouTube. And quite honestly, it can take years to get to where you want to go. And most people, it does take years. Uh, the statistic when we had the conversation with Andrew was five years for the first thousand for the average YouTube channel. Now, if you're really active, you know, chances are you could do it in a year. For some people, it's three months. Some people, it's a month. But, you know, they're, they're, they're rare. Don't compare yourself to the people who just go charging up the hill. Maybe they found an incredible niche that they are perfect for and they took advantage of it and are doing really well. You know, you just can't compare. It's always apples and oranges. Everybody has a different story behind them and how fast they grow depends on so many different factors that comparing yourself to others and asking why they're doing better than I am is just going to drive you out of even wanting to touch a video camera to upload to YouTube again. So don't allow that. That's one of the toughest things. If you want to be successful on YouTube, you can certainly use other YouTube channels as inspiration. Inspiration is fine, but not for comparison. Comparison will take you down and you will not be successful because you will take yourself right out of the game by comparing based on information you probably don't have the full story to. Now, 
Getting into the other part of being a successful YouTuber that I didn't get into last week is really talking about the hard work. And I'm going to share with you some of the things that you can do to make it a little bit easier. But of course, it depends on the type of channel you have. But I'll share what I've experienced and what has helped me. Now, I'm going to tell you right now that work, although we're in this crisis of the moment, um, that has shut everything down, I am busier than I have ever been. And that is why, quite honestly, I have not uploaded some videos in the last couple weeks. I, I feel really weird about it, but I just have not had the time to do it. A lot of new clients, a lot of new opportunities. So, you know, getting into the podcast and then now going to go record some more videos so I can put some up that I'm happy with, I think that's important. So to be successful, I think for the most part, as we mentioned before, you need to set time aside. It is hard work, but you need to plan. And the more you plan out your channel, the better off you're going to be. So I would recommend that for some of you, it may be writing a script. For other, others, it'll be bullet points. And that's what I use. I use bullet points. I sat down last weekend to actually record. I had a couple hours available to record and I put up the lights and I put the battery in the camera and the, the disc in the camera. I set everything up, put up a uh, green screen because I'm in my home versus my studio right now. And I pushed record and I had nothing, absolutely nothing. And there's a reason for that. The reason is I had not planned ahead. I just thought I was going to record, which I have. When I'm in a groove, sometimes you can just turn on that camera and go and do what you want to do. But a lot of the times you really do need to plan ahead and have something, an idea, because it's important to think about what makes your channel successful and what makes other channels successful. And that planning ahead will help you do those things that are necessary. And some of those things have to do with having a good hook in the beginning. Sometimes if we just turn on the camera, we start to ramble. We don't have a plan. We don't have a structure. At the end, we may forget to have that call to action to a specific video that would work really well with the video that you just created. So if you don't have that structure laid out, the elements that make for a successful video based on past videos that you've done and the best practices that many of us in the YouTube community share, you know, you may skip those things if you don't plan it out ahead. Now, one of the successful techniques that I know a lot of good YouTubers use is batching their videos. What's, what does that mean? Batching videos means that you are recording more than one video at a time. So maybe you record two videos a week or you want to upload two videos per week. Well, you can record both of those videos maybe on Sunday or Monday or on the weekend or over a two, three hour period. And maybe you can edit them later. Maybe you can batch edit at a different time or the way I like to do it is record and then I will edit maybe the day before 
or the morning before I release that video. Everyone has their own workflow that makes them successful on YouTube. And if you're going to be successful on YouTube, you need to have a workflow that you're continuously refining, again, such as batching your work. So you are able to have maybe a number of videos in the can ahead of when you really need them. So maybe you're uploading two a week, but you're creating three and you can start to get a little bit ahead. And then if you do have a time where you're really busy or something changes, something happens where you can't record as usual, you have videos to keep the consistency going. As I mentioned last time, being consistent is important, but it's just as important for you to be consistent as it is for the people who watch your videos. Because if you're not in a consistent pattern, you'll find yourself putting things off. Everyone has their own workflow. Just like some people work really well in the morning, some people work really well at night. There is no right answer, but you have to know what your right answer is to be successful on YouTube. You have to know what it takes for you to get the work done. Now, when you start to gain some traction, you need to think about how it is you're going to handle the input from other people. People are going to reach out to you. People are gonna start asking more questions. There'll be more comments on your videos. How are you going to handle that? It's important, successful YouTubers comment back to their community. It's really important. So how are you going to go about this? Now, I just noticed today, as I'm recording this, that I received the new updates where you have the new smart replies that YouTube has launched and is now rolling out. And I, I received it today in my comments. And what that is, is if YouTube recognizes a statement of some sort that is relatively common, it'll give you three choices as to a, a quick reply, quite honestly. And I've seen this, I think you can... You do this on LinkedIn too. LinkedIn has this. And so if somebody says, have a nice day, it may say, thank you, or you have a nice day too, or something like that. It'll give you two or three choices for a quick reply, which is going to be very helpful. And TubeBuddy and other platforms that support YouTube have this too. And you can actually create pre-designed responses. Maybe if there's a question that people ask all the time, but requires a little more than a thank you, but maybe it's a couple sentences, you can use TubeBuddy or may, I think vidIQ does the same thing. I, 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 off the top of my head, I don't recall, but I know TubeBuddy does this and it'll allow you to respond with a response to a, maybe a more complex question. So that can be part of your routine too. In other words, looking for the tools Fortunately, YouTube is now rolling out some simple tools, just as I mentioned, that will be helpful, but it may be a little more complex than that. There may be other things that you are doing repeatedly over and over again. Finding tools to help you just get through the mundane things that you're going to have to do regularly to be successful on YouTube can be very helpful, whether it is part of your video workflow, whether it's part of your upload workflow, your editing and, and commenting and community development workflow. 
But you need to think of that process and continuously improve that process to make yourself successful. Now, some of you may be asking, how do these process workflow tips make me more successful on YouTube? I get it. I get it. It makes it easier as I go through the growth process. But does that really make me more successful as a YouTuber? And the answer is yes. And this is why. Because a lot of times people, when developing a YouTube channel, become overwhelmed and they quit. The number one thing that prevents people from succeeding on YouTube is quitting, not keeping up with the experimentation to find their right combination. It may take a while, as I've mentioned many times, it may take you one week where it takes another person a year or two years or five years to find the right combination. There is a right combination for you. The thing is, most people do give up, and maybe rightly so. Maybe there are better opportunities for them than YouTube. I'm not saying everybody has to be successful on YouTube, but it's there for you. The possibility is there. It just may take a longer period of time. And if you can get those barriers out of the way, if you can make it easier so the stress level isn't so high, you can work on the things that maybe help you grow your channel a little bit better. Maybe if you have more time to engage with people or engage in the communities that may appreciate your videos, maybe you have more time to be on Reddit or a Facebook group that would appreciate your videos because you have the time because you've streamlined the other stuff in the process. Success brings more responsibility. Success brings more demands on your time. And a lot of times people get a little bit of a hint of this and say, oh, this is too much for me. And I'm not getting enough return on the amount of time investment that I'm putting on this. And a lot of times people put, say, a month or two in, three months, six months, and they feel, wow, I put in so much time and I have 700 subscribers and I get two comments per video and maybe 25 views. And they're, they're just like this. There's not a good return on my investment here. Well, in most cases, in a lot of cases, people actually quit by then. But the fact is they still needed more time to find the right combination for their channel or maybe create a different combination or experiment in other ways. Again, there are so many different ways in which you can find success on YouTube. And I think another thing that people forget is that there is no end game when it comes to YouTube. I think some solid goals, of course, you know, hitting a thousand. But from there, once you hit a thousand, you know, who knows how long it's going to take for you to get to 10,000 or 100,000. And there are very successful people on YouTube with just a few thousand subscribers, but they have a great community and maybe are even involved in other social media that YouTube plays a part in. Maybe they have such a good community that they make enough money from YouTube. It happens all the time. People with just a few thousand subscribers actually making enough money to survive on. So success isn't necessarily a million. And if you put that number up there for you, then you may be disappointed and feel like you're never, you've never made it. Look, 1,000 subscribers is a good, good major start for your wide open journey. Once you get there, you have 
a level of success. And then where you go from there is just however long you continue to do it at the pace that is right for your YouTube channel. The fact is, a person with zero subscribers is just looking for that first subscriber and how exciting that is. And the person with one subscriber just can't wait to get to 100 subscribers. And the person with 100 is staring at that thousand subscriber mark. And the person at a thousand wants the 10,000. The 10,000 wants 20 or 50 and 50 wants 100. And 100,000 is staring at that gold play button of 1 million. And once they hit 1 million, they're wondering why they don't have 10 yet because this other channel has 10 million and they're better than they are. See, there is no end game and you can drive yourself crazy. Honestly, in my opinion, the best way to be successful on YouTube, certainly look for that thousand subscriber mark as a subscriber mark. But once you get there, just enjoy making the videos like you did in the beginning. You actually should be enjoying them all the way to 1,000 subscribers and beyond. And keep enjoying making the videos and sharing. And remember, if 20 people are watching your video, think of 20 people in a room that you're talking to. If 100 people are watching your, each of your videos, think of being in a room with 100 people. If it's 1,000 or 10,000, imagine how many people would be staring at you at that exact moment if you had those people in a room or stadium at one point in time or theater. The fact is there are many ways to find success on YouTube and maybe there's a money goal for you and that's fine. You can have your goals. I'm not suggesting to not have goals. Understand what success is for you. Don't compare yourself to other YouTubers. Make videos that you enjoy making, but continuously tweak and adjust for your audience because your audience most certainly is the number one factor in success for success on YouTube. Figure out how to streamline your processes, your activities, and figure out how to improve each video just a little bit more every single time. And the number one thing that will prevent you from being a success on YouTube, of course, is quitting. YouTube is a continuous process of evaluation of how well your videos are doing, who is clicking on your thumbnails, how long are people watching, how do you feel about your videos, how well are you making new videos, are you tweaking and doing better? And also considering, is YouTube right for you? Is there a better place for your message or your type of information, entertainment, content? There may be a better place. You have to continuously evaluate where you are and what are the next steps to keep improving and understanding that you need to consider the trends on YouTube. It's quite possible the types of videos you're creating now were popular at one time, but are not popular now. Maybe they'll be popular again, or maybe it's never been a popular style of YouTube channel, but maybe in the future, finding your right combination. And quite often these days, it's a combination of video styles that actually succeeds. Well, I wish you that little bit of luck that sometimes is necessary 
to be successful on YouTube. But as I mentioned before, quite often the luckiest people on YouTube are the ones that prepared for their success. You can do it. I know you can. The right combination is out there for you. If you have any questions related to growing your YouTube channel, head on over to thetubeblog.com. That's where I post this podcast. I also post it on Anchor, and of course, it's distributed wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you haven't already, please give it a review. It is very helpful for other people to help other people find the podcast. And of course, it gives me feedback when you comment over at thetubeblog.com or again on your favorite podcasting platform because it allows me to understand what it is you really want to hear about and the types of guests you would like on this show. We'll talk to you next time. If you find the Tube Labs podcast valuable, don't forget to rate and review it. You may connect with Rosh on Twitter at Rosh Sillers. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com.